what's up? This is Evan, and this is Dungeon Talk, episode 30. On today's episode, we're going to cover a house rule, mental hit points. It's an idea that Michael had where an NPC can have a mental toughness that is actually counted as hit points. And if you can wear down that person's hit points for their mental toughness, you can convince them to do something or convince them to give you something or be able to manipulate them in some way. Today's episode is going to be myself, Michael, Caleb, and Jared. So, without further ado, here we go! We have a, a sort of a topic or a segment we, we're, I'm currently going to call, start calling it House Rules, because that's really more about what it is, is the, the thought of bringing in an additional rule or changing your rule in in a regular D&D game. And I know we most of us play different role-playing games, but for this conversation, I want to talk about Dungeons & Dragons whether it's 354E or D&D Next, it's still the basis of, of D&D, is the thought about bringing in a mental hit point track that you would get based off of your level, just sort of like regular hit points, but maybe intelligence or wisdom would be the modifier like Constitution is now. And you would have that for both PCs and NPCs, and this would allow you to do social combat. So if you have a character that's, say, they're trying to bribe somebody, you would be able to do bribery attempts or charisma attempts that would basically attack their mental hit points. And if they get low enough, then you succeed. So it's not necessarily like attacking with like a psionic blast. It's a way to keep track of social interaction. So you could have a seductress, same thing if you're trying to seduce someone and you just keep chipping away at their mental hit points. If eventually you get them to zero, then they are then, okay, they are, they are enthralled by you and they're seduced or, you could have some spells like Dominate or Charm Person. Um, so what are your thoughts about, one, would that add anything to the game? Two, how would it work? So, Caleb, I know you have some notes on that, so we'll let you go first. Um, hmm. Well, first and foremost, I think it's a very good concept. Um, I think uh, it would be most easy to incorporate into something uh, like 3.5 Pathfinder um, or probably D&D Next, I don't think 4th Edition would work as well for it. Um, and I think those systems specifically kind of prime players to be continually adding more to their character. So it's not you wouldn't be asking too much of your players to say, oh, by the way, let's try this. Um, in the big picture, <clears throat> um, it's always messy when you're trying to think about adding something to the rules, kind of changing the rules that have been established and balanced by the game creators, especially something like this, because you're essentially potentially adding to your, your job as GM to rewrite how certain spells and abilities work. And that can be very time-consuming. And you could, in theory, just break the whole game doing that. Um, but I think it's a worthwhile attempt. And in this type of context, when we're talking about it here on the podcast, um, if we do, um, if we write about it on, on the site and people can uh, kick in their ideas about it, I, I think we really could... Uh, come to an understanding, and it could work very, very well. All right, Jared, so, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, um, 
I mean, the idea sounds neat. I mean, I think anything's worth a try once at least. Um, the facts uh, again. I'm, the the uh, mental points. Uh, I, I guess I need to know a little bit more about it, like how you earn them and how about. I mean, like, so you're making a mental save, and if you fail, you lose points. Or I mean, if you succeed, I, mean, I don't really know how that would work. But we don't need to get into the details of that. An alternative way that I would think is maybe if you're doing like, for instance, a bluff, but you're doing it like a mental way, you could just add your will bonus to it. Um, or something, you know, or, you know, just a basic will save or something. But uh, I think you're trying to go a little bit more above and beyond that. The only problem I would foresee is it's just another thing to keep track of. And some people may not like that. I don't know. Yeah, the the way I'm envisioning them is that they would be just like hit points. So at level one, you'd have, you know, D8 hit points plus your constitution modifier. And then you'd have D8 mental hit points plus your intelligence or wisdom modifier. And then certain social interactions like a robbery attempt, a bluff, a seduction, intimidate, you would turn them into an attack. So rather than there be a save where it's sort of an all or nothing, I roll a 14, I'm not intimidated, I roll a 13, I'm, I'm completely intimidated, is it would have an accumulative effect where, um, you know, I, I say this thing, I try to get you to back down, I take away four of your mental hit points, but you're not quite cowed yet. So then I do it next turn, you know, maybe I get a bonus because my buddy comes up behind you, now there's two of us. So if I get your mental hit points to zero, then you are whatever intimidated means mechanically. It means you run away or you have to do what I say for one turn or you let me pass where you normally wouldn't, that kind of thing. Can I jump in? Yeah, yeah, Evan? Um, first, how would it work differently than, let's say, uh, let's say you have a, a let's say you have an intimidate or a bluff check. Let's mm -hmm. say you're going to bluff somebody, um, and your bluff you have a, a ability modifier, right? You know it's like plus five or plus six for a bluff, and it goes off of what is it? They have to make a saving throw. Yeah, right now most of the I know D and D next, and I'm, I think the others work very similar. Is if you were trying to intimidate someone, the DM would set a difficulty class. Dependent on their level and you know uh, environmental factors, how many how many henchmen they have with them, whatever. And I would say, okay, the DC's 15. You would then roll uh, your charisma check, and if you get a 15, they're intimidated. If you get a 14, they're not. So is it's 15, an all or nothing. Is 15 relatively difficult? It depends on in fourth edition, no. In D and D next, yes. All right, so let's just say I'm gonna try and bluff somebody. You set the the DC, DC at at 16. That's in in the old scenario. Let's say in your scenario, that person has twenty mental hit points. Yep. Well, I think you're if you know, are you attacking the same problem in two different ways, and it's really you're going to end up with the same result where you can say you can give somebody multiple times to bluff, and maybe it takes them five rolls before, with their modifier, they get to a sixteen. <laughs> Or it takes them five rolls to knock their mental hit points down to the point where the bluff works. Yeah, or you just lower the DC like by one each time, and that essentially is doing the same thing. Yeah, or is it basically that's what I'm mm. saying? Is it doing this? Is it yeah. basically the same thing? I, I think for me, I'm thinking of it more of sort of a story perspective. That yeah, mechanically you're still rolling a D20. Higher is better than lower, and it it either will happen this turn or won't happen that turn. But I just as the storyteller in me, I like the idea 
of a character being able to wear down the mental defenses of an NPC, maybe even over multiple interactions. So, like, maybe you go to the king and you petition for something and he says no, but you bring their mental hit points down a little bit. You come back the next day and you petition again, and, it, and so you eventually you wear down their resistance until they finally give in rather than a one-shot, one-roll, you know, 100% pass or 100% fail. So- so how did, how would so you're essentially getting rid of the skill bluff, for instance, and now it's mental because let's say you've got a like a you know a plus twenty to your bluff, you're gonna go by the mental. Your mental may you may only have two mental points, therefore you're at a disadvantage already. But if you're really good at bluffing, that's your niche. That's what you do well. Mental is more of like a clump of all these intimidate uh, bluff. It's just one big clump of points, and they're all they all. Right. Pump into that one thing. It's they would all be separate so, skills. They're like social combat. I mean, imagine you're a tenth level warrior and you're trying to kill the innkeeper. You're going to mm-hmm. succeed unless you roll one. No matter what you roll on your d20, otherwise, mm-hmm. with your bonuses, you're going to kill them one shot. So yeah, you but, have the, the same effect if you were the the huckster or the con man. You get the the uh, innkeeper at your level ten con man. You're trying to get a free room and board. You throw a bluff check at him, he's going to fail because you, anything over one and you get a free room and board. So you're telling the same type of story just a little bit different way. And in some ways, it actually makes more sense in my mind. And again, I'm not saying we were going to do this. This is all a sort of a theoretical experience or experiment is that makes social interaction work the same way as combat. So because right now they're different. You attack hit points one well, way. I think I'm missing something here. I mean, because, like, I if I'm playing a rogue, for instance, and I'm really good at bluffing, but I'm terrible at intimidation, well, I may get into a bluff, fail my bluff, you know, just, just completely not convince the guy. So then I'm going to be like, well, I'm going to try to intimidate him instead and see how that works. But in this case, it's all allotted in the same points, so you're really essentially rolling the same roll or using the same allotment, whereas in, you know... Uh, 3.5, because I just know that system better than the others, uh, you have two separate skills for that. One you may be more uh, skilled at than the other. Like, a, you know, I, I'm, I'm really good at bluffing, but I'd suck at intimidation, but I still might try it. Well, no, it would, it would um, work the same way, because you would, you would have... It would be the same thing as if, like, a fourth-level fighter wants to try to attack with a sword, or he wants to try to use a bow. You would have proficiencies, and so it, it would still work out that you would say, I'm good at one versus the other. You're not just good at everything social because of the, the rule change. It's just the more you fail, the more points you lose, basically. Or the more you succeed, the more points you gain or whatever, I guess. I think it's the, uh, it's, I think uh, what you're saying is the mother, it's, it's the mom's, it's the mom's defense. It's, a mom only has, you know, ten no. please moms in her before she, you know, please, <laughs> please, 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 and then she's like, all right, all right, fine, all right, yeah. fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, basically, like, you're just, what you're saying is, that person has a mental toughness of so many points, and you if you can wear them down, then you will get what you want. Right. And you could even do it in the current system if the DM just wants to tell that type of story where you could say, okay, I'm going to roll my bluff check, and it's close. You could say, well, he's not convinced, but... You know, you made some, you made some headway, but you need to wait before you try again. What would be cool is if would be cool if you could add those mental points to the check. Like, say, I want to bluff, but I really want to do this bluff good. I'm going to take five mental points and add it to my roll, and and subtract the DC by that much or something. And, yeah, I think I think you're getting confused. So the the target would have mental hit points just like the target has physical hit points. You would be mm-hmm. attacking them 
trying to lower their mental hit points, just like if you were. Yeah, so it's it's basically mental combat. I, I get that, but I, I just um, I mean, it's basically turning a role playing situation and kind of into a more of like a, a mechanic situation, which is something that uh, you know may could be fantastic, but it could also just be I think feel like combat. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Before I, I maybe I don't understand it. it, it I don't. I, before I jump in again, do you have anything to add, Caleb? Um, well, yeah, a couple different things. Um, just to reiterate, yeah, we're still using bluff, intimidate, diplomacy, whatever. You still have uh, that standard skill check to make. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're making essentially an opposed check or maybe a check versus a DC like you normally would. But instead of just saying, okay, you, you fail or you succeed... You say, okay, you fail, and they took X mental damage. They did not succumb to you, so try it again. It helps just codify what you're doing a little bit. Um, it's very, very... It, this is basically the 3-5 the rule version of uh, a lot of 4th edition powers where you have an attack versus your will AC, um, for those of you that have, have played more 4th edition. Um, it's really just kind of transitioning that backwards. Um, what I was thinking about, a way to do it, and this might help make it more sense, um, uh, essentially the mental damage that someone would take would be the difference between a failed save and the check. So if, if I was casting Dominate and the, my DC was 25 and someone rolled a save against me and they got a 20, instead of just um, succumbing to the dominate, they would take five points of mental damage, and then we'd go on from there. Yeah, in that case, you'd have to balance it with the ability to cast spells more often, but um, I think, we're, I mean, obviously we're not trying to design this, and there, it's not like I, I thought this out and wanted to implement it. It was more of just the theory of whether it would add anything to a game um, I did want to kind of throw in Porter, uh, the guy who runs our online Fate game. Uh, he he was supposed to be here with us. It didn't work out, so he wasn't able to be on, but he sent me an email. And essentially, he talked about Fate, and I know I said we would keep this to D&D, but one of the things about Fate that he likes as well as I do is that there is no difference between combat physical and combat mental. It's all the same type of role, and it, it attacks the same stress track. And uh, so he likes the idea of trying to find some way to do the same with D&D that you just have hit points and whether you attack mental or physical, they would come down, which is what Caleb was talking about in fourth edition. You have a, 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 a weapon or attack that attacks will, it still subtracts hit points. It just doesn't separate them out. So he likes the idea, but he thinks it would be too hard to implement in a D&D game without basically just fragging the whole system and starting over. Evan, you have something? I don't. I don't think I like the idea of the mental hit points, and I and I and I do think that setting the setting DC scores and having the player roll against a, D, a DC score um, using their abilities is the right way to do it. And the the this is the reason why. Let's say you have let's say you have a um, shopkeeper. Let, you know, let's say your traveling party shows up in a town and there's a shopkeep shopkeeper and he has a uh, plus two verbal sword or plus one verbal sword or whatever, and um, 
you know, it's, I don't know how many gold pieces it is in the game. Let's say it's 10,000 gold pieces and you have 8,000 gold pieces. Um, so, and let's say that shopkeeper has a mental hit points of 20. So you're going to keep, you're, you're going to try and attack his mental hit points to bargain with him and see if you can wear him down and sell you this, um, sword, you know, for maybe 2000 less gold pieces, which it might, you know, that's definitely doable. I feel like now, if you are going to try and attack that same person's 20 mental hit points to try and pop proposition him for you to take his daughter away from him, it doesn't make sense for you to be allowed for you to attack the same way and try as one thing very easy to uh, decide to give you, and the other thing is going to be almost impossible for him to for you to try and get him to decide to give you. So that's why I think some basing it off of somebody they have a mental a mental toughness score that you wear down. Every everything is different, and that's why I think the game already does it the right way by doing difficulty you know, class, difficulty class mm -hmm. because depending on what your objective is, it should be different each time. Okay. All right. Well, I think we will shut that topic down here and just throw it out to anybody in the audience. If you've done something similar, if you've incorporated a different system for social combat or mental hit points, please come you know, go on to the website and leave us some comments and let us know how it worked or how it didn't work um, so we can include that in future discussions. You can give us feedback and comments at our website, dndacademy.com. You can check out previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on iTunes. If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'd love to hear it. Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com, and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. <laughs>